presence of spirit moving in our lives through encounters with things, places, nature, and animals. We found quotations about those common catalysts to spirituality. Some of the readings are about activities on the spiritual path. Everything from cooking, eating, chores, hobbies, the creative arts, and work can be important steps toward a life of spiritual meaning. And when we see the world with a more spiritually literate focus, we frequently find ourselves moved to activities involving service to others. A spiritual perspective is perhaps most evident in our relationships. We use this term broadly to refer to the many connections in our lives. For example, we're intimately attached to our bodies, as is clear through our sexuality and our approaches to health, illness, and death. We obviously have close ties to partners, family, and friends, but we also are part of layers and layers of different communities. Again and again, the authors of these passages reflect upon the relational nature of life. Often, just by reading these selections, we found that we were prompted to practice spiritual literacy with a similar situation in our own lives. It is our hope that by listening to these examples, you will be inspired to do the same. In the 1995 film Smoke, Augie Wren manages a cigar store on the corner of 3rd Street and 7th Avenue in Brooklyn. Every morning at exactly 8 o'clock, no matter what the weather, he takes a picture of the store from across the street. He has 4,000 consecutive daily photographs of his corner, all labeled by date and mounted in albums. He calls this project his life's work. One day, Augie shows the photos to Paul, a blocked writer who is mourning the death of his wife, a victim of random street violence. Paul doesn't know what to say about the photos. He's never seen anything like them. Flipping page after page of the albums, he observes with some amazement. They're all the same. Augie watches him, then replies, You'll never get it if you don't slow down, my friend. The pictures are all of the same spot, Augie points out, but each one is different from every other one. The differences are in the details, in the way people's clothes change according to season and weather, in the way the light hits the street. Some days the corner is almost empty. Other times it is filled with people, bikes, cars, and trucks. Augie explains, It's just one little part of the world, but things take place there, too, just like everywhere else. And sure enough, when Paul looks carefully at the by now remarkably unique photographs, he notices a detail in one of them that makes all the difference in the world to him. We see Augie as a model of a spiritually literate person. He reads the world, in his case one corner in Brooklyn, for meaning. By its very nature, his project is rooted in the everyday. He knows how closely we may need to look to see the significance of seemingly ordinary and insignificant events. He understands that some of the most rewarding spiritual journeys are those we take on our own block. This is how Taoist philosopher Chu Wang Zhe puts it. One has to be in the same place every day, watch the dawn from the same house, hear the same birds awake each morning, 
to realize how inexhaustibly rich and different is sameness. That's the challenge of everyday spirituality. No starbursts, no skies opening, no mountaintop experiences, just today and today and today. Just Augie standing at the corner with his camera every morning. How do you translate all this into your life? That's where spiritual literacy comes in. When you learned to read the printed word, you saw the meaning of what had been just marks on a page. Spiritual reading is also about discovering meaning. The root of the word read actually means to fit together, and this is the natural enterprise of the spiritual life. When we read the world spiritually, we make connections between obvious and not-so-obvious things, places, events, feelings, and thoughts.